Breathe. The Stress Less Podcast is brought to you by iBelieve.com and is a part of the Life Audio Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, your host for our special edition of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast, because today we are going to be jumping into talking about the coronavirus and how can we stay calm when it seems like everyone around us is panicking. I'm speaking to you from the epicenter of where the coronavirus is hitting us here in California. In fact, today is the day that I just heard. In fact, just this afternoon, the Bay Area authorities have placed the strictest order in the country for us to quote unquote shelter in place. What that means is that starting tonight, midnight, Everybody here in our in the counties here in Northern California, there are 7 million people in our community. We are being asked for the next three weeks to stay home and shelter in place. And so with this kind of news, I thought, wow, you know, God's timing is perfect for me to share this podcast because as I share with you the different ways to stay calm when it seems like everyone around you is panicking, I want you to know that I'm speaking from somebody that's going through this journey together with you. Well, first, let me reintroduce myself to you. If you're new joining us, I'm the author of Whispers of Rest and Finding Spiritual White Space. I want you to come over to my website, thebonniegray.com, and sign up for my newsletter. I have a weekly newsletter where I encourage you with tips and inspiring stories to just help give you the soul care and encouragement that we need during the uncertain times that we have. So I work to really pour my heart out, share what encourages me with you. So I really wanted to start off right at the beginning to invite you, please sign up for my newsletter. It's free. So go to thebonniegray.com and you'll see a big subscribe button and go ahead and hit subscribe. Also join me on social media at Instagram or on Facebook. You can follow me there at The Bonnie Gray at The Bonnie Gray. And I'm sharing a lot of um, photos as well as encouraging scriptures that will just bring more calm and inject you with more encouragement during these uncertain and trying times. One of the first things I thought of when I heard the term shelter in place is what God tells us is our shelter. He says, I am your refuge and strength. In Psalm 46, it says that God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our refuge. The root word for refuge is shelter. God is our shelter and strength. So how do we access that shelter? How can we experience the peace of having that shelter? Even though we know it, how can we experience it? Well, there's a lot of different ideas I'm going to share in this podcast. And I know that something is going to inspire you and remind you that we can have peace through these uncertain times, that we are people of promise, not panic. If we were to look at the headlines, the news headlines it would cause us to panic 
all the time. So if that's the only thing we're looking at, then we're going to be feeling anxiety. We want to balance that out. I want to refill your soul with God's peace and actions that we can take so that we can boost our immunity. I'm not just talking about immunity towards the virus. I'm talking about immunity towards discouragement. And I want to boost our immunity, our emotional reserves and our spiritual reserves. Because God says in Philippians 4.19 that he will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which has been given to us in Christ Jesus. So we have a lot of resources. We were made for such a time as this. When others are panicking, we can have peace. We can choose to take actions that can refill us back and have the resources to respond. In the coming days, there's a lot of things that we're going to be learning how to love our families, how to get through these times. And what we need in order to flourish is what we already have, which is in Christ. We have a lot of resources that God has us and we just need to access it. So let's jump right in. One of the things that God says is that we should not worry about tomorrow. Jesus says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own. So this is a really great biblical principle because we are to focus on the present. So whenever you find yourself, your anxiety starting to build, focus on the present. Well, what are some of those things that can help us to focus on the present? Well, one of the things we can do is to go for a walk. This morning, I went out for a walk and I was really surprised. There was nobody outside. Usually when I go for a walk in the morning, there's lots of people that like to take morning walks, but not today. And I think a lot of people are still processing. They're kind of in shock over what's happening, which uh, which is understandable. But there are two types of things that can really drain our emotional energy and cause us to have anxiety. There's a difference between worry and anxiety. Worry is where we have problem and we need to solve it and we can solve it. It's something very specific. But sometimes it can bleed over to having anxiety. Anxiety has to do with uncertainty. And we get into this place where we run a lot of what-if scenarios and we imagine the worst-case situation that can happen. That is when we become anxious because we start running all these what-if scenarios. So to move us back to being present, one of the things that we can do is to remember that God is going to provide. I think of Elijah. You know, he was sent to the widow at Zarephath. The widow only had enough grain and oil to make one last meal. And when Elijah came, he said, make a meal for us. And every time she would go back to make that one last final meal, more grain and more oil would be found and filled. So it's teaching us that we need to trust God one meal at a time. Or in other words, he will supply what we need at the time we need it. And that is the faith that we as people of promise can live by because God will provide. The second thing that we can do, an action we can take that helps us is to go take a walk. We can go take a walk. Research shows that just 10 minutes in nature will refresh you. Now, 
every time you take a walk, we also get in touch with the sounds that God created in nature, right? The rustling of the leaves and birds and all those nature sounds. Research also shows that listening to sounds in nature can recover your good mood. So these are things that God has created that we can use. And it's a good way to step outside. Even with the shelter-in-place guidelines, um, we can go outside and still take a walk together. I have two boys, 10 and 14. My husband is working from home right now. Companies have asked their employees to work from home. So we can go for a walk as a family. So don't forget that. And I promise you, if you go outside, you're going to feel so much better. I texted one of um, my friends. She's a worship pastor at our church, Lindsay. And I asked her, I go, what are you going to do to refill your soul? Um, Remember to do something that feeds your soul. Even if it's later after the kids are in bed. And she said, she's going to go for a run with worship music. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. A worship run. So you can Also worship God with music. Music is another wonderful way that helps you to be present. Kind of breaks that cycle of rumination when your mind is just running with all these bad scenarios and the news will do that to you. So you need to stay off the news. You can give yourself permission to maybe check it at certain times of the day, but go ahead and give yourself permission to get off. And then music is one way to get you grounded back to where we are today. (laughs) Listening to classical music It's amazing how good designed our bodies to heal. And research shows that beautiful classic music is very healing. Not only does it make you happy, the tempo of classical music resembles a restful human heartbeat. It fights depression. It can relieve pain. It improves sleep quality if you're having trouble sleeping. Take some time to put in some soothing classical music in the evening. And it also boosts creativity. So if you have kids at home like I do, even if you put it on the background, you don't have to be actively listening to it. Research shows if you just play classical music in the background, it boosts creativity and your memory and it energizes and also lowers the blood pressure. (laughs) So music is another wonderful way. Another thing that's very important during this time, I had one a reader contacted me and she said, Bonnie, I'm just feeling so isolated. I know that I need to, I can trust God. I know God will provide. I'm filling my mind with his promises of peace, but I'm just feeling really alone right now. And I'm struggling because I feel anxiety. And I don't know why. So I encouraged her. I said, don't give up meeting with people. We can't meet each with each other physically, but we have so much technology. FaceTime, you can do a group FaceTime. You can set that up. In fact, I'm setting that up with uh, some women that usually we meet together on Monday nights. We're going to now do a FaceTime group together. And you don't even have to set a certain amount of time. You can just say, hey, we'll just do it for as long as people feel comfortable. That make it more casual. You can Skype for bigger audiences. You can Zoom for 40 minutes. It's free to get a new account. Also with my boys, in fact, my son Caleb had his 11th birthday this weekend and we had to cancel the day before. It was hard on him because of course everybody wants to have a party and see their friends. But we were able, a friend reached out and said, hey, we can still play online Brawl Stars. Okay, so if you have a little kid, they love Brawl Stars. My middle schooler, the leader has in the church has set up a Minecraft server where they can Minecraft play with each other. 
this gets into the topic of importance of play. So play isn't just for kids. It's important to tap into the powerful benefits of play right now. It's shown neurophysiologically, this word, the neurophysiology research shows that play improves mood and well-being. It reduces anxiety, stimulates creativity, and it enhances relationships. What is it that you enjoy that helps you play? You need to add that in. And here are some ideas Um, Maybe you've wanted to learn a new instrument. This is an opportunity. There's, uh, for instance, online guitar lessons that you can take. They're really great. My husband is starting his, and he enjoys doing that at night. For those of you who had been artistic, maybe previously at a different time in your life, different season in your life, maybe during your college years or even your childhood, but maybe work or becoming a parent, or just ministry has just gotten you overwhelmed and you just kind of let it go to the side, well, this is a great opportunity, again, to access play by enjoying the things that brought you joy at one time. What were those things? Was it art? Was it craft? Was it music? Research shows that if you do something with your hands, something that keeps your hands at work, it stops rumination. The part of your brain that starts to light up with anxiety or worry or feel down or depressed, if you start doing things with your hands, it could be cooking, it could be baking, it could be knitting, whatever it might be. Once you start using your hands to do something or play an instrument, your mind will start to let go and you start restoring peace in your body. Art also increases resilience So make something, play some music. This is your opportunity to get creative about going back in time and remember what are the things that light you up. God put that in you. Ephesians 2.10, God says, for you are God's workmanship. The original root word for workmanship is works of art. You are God's works of art. So he's put something creative in you at some time or another that you had once enjoyed. If it's journaling, this is really good time to also journal because as you have anxiety, journaling is a great way in order to express your emotions. And I had talked about this on an earlier Breathe podcast that studies at UCLA had shown that when they had participants look at videos and pictures of people experiencing negative emotions, their blood pressure was rising, their heart rates were starting to rise. But once they started naming the negative emotion, guess what? Their body started relaxing, blood pressures went back to normal. So just naming what's bothering you is actually great soul care. So journaling really helps. Just take 10 minutes. You can just write out whatever is bothering you. I like to also turn that into prayer. So when you start journaling, just start by saying, Dear Jesus, and it will become a letter And that letter will become a prayer. Something that's also uh, great to help your body to relieve anxiety is drinking tea. So you know how everybody keeps talking about how, oh gosh, the paper products are running out. And it's kind of become kind of like a joke about, oh no, all the toilet paper is running out. But while other people are busy buying things that are of that sort, let's let those things go that are causing anxiety and think about all the things that you can purchase online that help feed your soul. 
And tea is one of those things. Yes, tea is good for the sh- good for the soul. Studies show that even the ritual of making tea by placing a kettle on the stove or just as you're pouring tea, a calming response associated with the memories of enjoying tea will start to help your body to get back to a place of rest. There's also a lot of fun things that you can order that are great for kids if you want to give them something to do with their hands. So some examples of what I've done with my kids is inventor kits for the kids to work on with their hands. We also ordered some board games, ones that I've always loved, like Life. That's a fun board game because it also asks questions that you have to share. So it's a great time to create new memories with your family that they can experience God's peace and presence through you. But remember to make sure that you also are putting in pockets of rest for you. And it might happen at night after the kids are in bed. So make sure that you always prioritize yourself because you can only give what you have. God says we comfort those with the comfort we first receive, right? So you need to receive the comfort for yourself. So find those pockets and be creative. We were created to be inspired. So you are no less. Just an opportunity to to think back on what are some of the things that you can enjoy. What are some of the books that maybe you have been wanting to uh, read up on? So books are a wonderful way as well. Some of the libraries are also closing, but there are libraries that offer ebooks. So don't forget about that. You can check out ebooks. And so you can look at your local library and they have options for ebooks as well. So reading is also very, very good. Reading before bedtime is a wonderful way to relax and to be able to de-stress and to to be able to bring calm. The last few minutes of today's podcast, I want to give you some ideas about how you can shine your light. One thing that's really inspiring is Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, he was in prison. When he wrote all his epistles, he was in prison. Isn't that right? And I love what he says. He says in Philippians 1.12, because of my chains, Most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. He also says in 2 Timothy that I preach the good news, even though I'm chained like a criminal, but the word of God cannot be chained. Don't you love that? So even though he's in prison, the gospel isn't prisoned. The gospel isn't in prison. So remember that you are gifted for such a time as this. What is your spiritual gift? As you can tell, I love, I love having conversations. I love sharing the things that encourage me. I love being able to encourage people um, by the things that I write. So that's why I invite you to sign up for my newsletter. I'm going to be sharing uh, videos more now, whether it's on Instagram or on YouTube, to encourage you and to share more. It's very, very wonderful with all the different um, technologies and social media. You can share what encourages you. Don't worry about how many people are there. This is not about numbers. This is not about growing your platform. It's about just expressing your heart, expressing your heart with God and sharing your light. One thing I also love is about how we are like the early church. The early church was being persecuted. People were being imprisoned. People were being dragged away. But the early church continued to thrive. And it was like a home church. 
So remember that I feel like we have a cloud of witnesses. We're following the journey, the path that many believers have taken before us that during the times when there is persecution right now, the, the threat is viral, but persecution nonetheless, don't you think we're in our homes? We can still spur each other to love and do good deeds. I love how the author of Hebrews 10, 25 says, do not neglect meeting together as some have made it a habit, but let's encourage each other. And you can do this with the gifts that God has given you. We can shine your light wherever you go. You can give a smile to somebody. Research shows that even a smile will help your body, your facial expression is connected to the way you feel. Obviously, if you're feeling down, remember, you can talk to somebody, be sure to call someone, FaceTime with them, um, get together, hop on Skype. Don't stop meeting. But then as you go out into the world, as you're doing a grocery run, as you're taking a walk, you may see other people smile and you will find that people will smile in return and you can share God's light even as we are going through this tough time. I hope that you feel encouraged because we, we are Christ's ambassadors. This is a time for us to shine in our faith and to know that whatever it is that we are going through, we're going through together. You are created with God's love. He's put gifts in you. And you and I, we are missionaries. We're sent as ambassadors. What are some creative ways where you can share God's love and peace? And as you think and get inspired, remember to always, always allow God to love you. Take time to fill your mind with whatever brings you peace and joy. Fill yourself with God's peace and promise. Encourage that whatever is true, whatever is noble, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, whatever is excellent and praiseworthy, think on these things and then put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. That's Philippians 4, 8, and 9. I hope that today's podcast has given you a chance to just get inspired, just kickstart some ideas for you. We do not have to stop gathering. Share your light. Think of ways where you can just share your own passions. And I would love to end with a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you. You said that when we pass through the waters, you will be with us. When we pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over us. When we walk through the fire, we will not be burned. We remember that you said this to us. And so Lord, we just pray Place your gentle hand, Lord Jesus, on our friends who are listening and help them whisper your words of love and comfort that only your presence brings so deeply with such tenderness. Imbue each person who's listening with your spirit. Imbue their spirit with your love and touch them with your healing hands and help us to remember that you are always with us. You are our shelter in times of trouble. And we thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know 
If anything has spoken to you, jump on Instagram or Facebook. Follow me at the Bonnie Gray, and make sure you sign up for my newsletter. I've lots to share in the coming days over videos and a Bible study just for us because we need to gather, right? So I wanted to do a Bible study for all of us to participate in. We should not stop encouraging each other. Sign up at thebonniegray.com. And you'll see a big subscribe button. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get information how we can participate in the Bible study. I want to keep encouraging you. Remember you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. Take care. See you next time. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase in 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Life Audio presents Bridges with Monica Schmelter. That we have an enduring hope that can't be taken away when we are in Christ. And to know that we have that, right? And eternal salvation, because this world can be so busy and so dark that we can forget that, right? Right? Because sometimes I get caught in the trappings of what's going on in my life this moment. And while I have to recognize that, that's not it. Continue listening on lifeaudio.com or wherever you find your podcast.